It is first thing Friday so it's time for fix. The audio version of our newsletter. Made with Amazon Polly. Fix slash insider, August 20th. Newt. A moment after I pressed send on Wednesday's deep dive on Newt I saw that Comcast and Viacom have partnered to launch Sky Showtime across 20 plus European markets, with programming from all their services. It's a 50-50 JV and the deal inevitably feeds into the speculation that Comcast might acquire Viacom. In the short term it is more interesting as an example of how the big players try to evolve from being US services to truly global ones. In our deep dive I mentioned Peacock is coming to the Sky territories, UK, Germany, Switzerland and Italy, apparently as an ad-supported model the footprint quoted for Sky Showtime carefully avoids these markets, but also no mention of France? Sky Showtime will be a subscription service. Can they develop a proposition compelling enough to take off in the 20-plus markets mentioned, and can they build the machinery to market and manage a business that broad? Another focus on Wednesday was the dispute between Disney and Scarlett Johansson over her fee for Black Widow and how the role for agents is evolving as NetflyX wave their checkbook around. Whoever is negotiating the deals for Daniel Craig is earning their percent, Netflix have just agreed to pay him $100 for two more Knives Out sequels. This variety piece is good insight into how Newt is changing deals for talent. Everyone wants the industry to get back to normal, but no one knows what that means. Cinemas still seem to be empty, has anyone been recently? But one of the big US film festivals is to go ahead despite many crying off due to COVID. Merchant As you know I believe the plethora of firms focused on Fast Last Mile is heading for a major shake-up. In the last Merchant deep dive I looked at all the deals around and how the moves from Bolt and Deliveroo showed the barriers between grocery and takeaways are paper thin. There is even more M&A stocking now, US fund Cat now owns 5% of Just Eat and has called for the CEO to explore a merger with other global players, such as DoorDash, Delivery Hero or Amazon. Another fund Bawpost has built a 3.5% stake. In the US DoorDash looked at buying Instacart. And we mentioned Delivery Hero now has a 5% stake in Deliveroo. Like the Deliveroo boss, the Just Eat CEO has rejected the ideas of a deal, subtly making the point Just Eat know how to make money, which is a rare skill in this business. That is a solution that we don't agree with, he told reporters on Tuesday, noting that the food delivery companies' divisions in Canada, Australia and Latin America were very profitable. We don't think it makes sense for a leading food delivery business to sell leading businesses. Grown added, we wouldn't get into a conversation with a company that is very loss-making, that we don't really understand how that company is ever going to be profitable, that's not a good partner for us. The ball bearings that all these businesses run on our kids on bikes. Without them the business ceases up. The current taxi wars in London show how fragile these businesses are. Uber quoted £55 for a ride from Paddington to Hackney on my trip back from Cornwall. I eventually got a Bolt for £32 and the driver told me he had all the apps, but Bolt is now busier for him. Ironically one of the issues is many Uber drivers sold their cars and moved to a bike for Deliveroo over lockdown. Is it more likely the big players will roll up some of the fast last mile startups and extend their offering to include grocery? Our deep dive on Wednesdays on merchants and one thing is we will look at how Walmart and Target are faring against Amazon. Social. Following the Zuckerberg conversion to the metaverse, Facebook are positioning a new Oculus app Horizon Workrooms as, kind of one of those foundational steps in that direction. Reading the full Facebook announcement the app feels more like the next step for workplace, but underlines their commitment for Oculus too. We also saw Facebook share more information on which content is most viewed on their platform, launching the widely viewed content report. 
This shows that most content on Facebook is friends and family and it's all about long tail. The top 20 linked domains are 1.9% of the newsfeed views. Snap are also being more transparent about how their platform is used, giving advertisers a glimpse into the topics and moments most relevant to the Snapchat generation with Snapchat friends. And they are doing some interesting things around maps, with local suggestions. One issue we thought had gone away may be back. The idea of banning TikTok is being floated again. Now the Chinese government have taken a stake and a board seat in some tech businesses, including the division of ByteDance that runs the domestic business. It's a step away from the international business that runs TikTok but will that be enough for the rabid Republicans? Crypto The long-awaited Facebook digital wallet is ready to launch, having got regulatory approval in most states. The scale and the ambition is impressive, but whether regulators will let Facebook pull this off remains to be seen. The arcane tech behind crypto is always developing and morphing. A new London hard fork for Ethereum is seen as a big deal. Still feels like this is a long way from prime time. Facebook, Roblox see the metaverse as key to the internet's next phase. Creative tech. Not too much happening in ad tech other than some M&A but over in creative tech there is more of interest. First some M&A, our friends at Spire will have been acquired by a sports betting firm, showing that the ability to tailor ads dynamically, around data, is hugely valuable. When creative is geared around a sale or transaction, its true value is revealed. Some of the best bits of the recent panel on performance creative are shared in this Twitter thread. With the focus on performance, the value of good creative is recognized. Building on the new Facebook showcase of creative and our good TikTok creative work, Lancome plus the Stay Dance this week, our friends at Bliss now have a creative showcase. Just like any medium, seeing how others make the most of it is good inspiration. On that tip my friends at Responsive have developed a new format for a Netflix promotion in the New Yorker, an edge-to-edge ad where you can complete a crossword. I am having some good conversations with publishers who want to match their first-party data advantage with rich creative that seizes attention. Measuring attention is a hot topic. Clicks and engagement aren't enough and we favor brand uplift studies wherever possible. Too often conjoined with viewability, Attention is an interesting metric is and a new deal with Omnicom and Amplified Intelligence shows it's being more widely accepted. The book Attention Economy by Karen Nelson Fields is worth reading. East. China is doing what the US can't seem to, regulate its tech giants. With e-commerce growing amongst the burgeoning middle class, this Bain paper on online shopping in India is a good read. PDF. This paper on five lessons from China is a must-read. The mobile era made China one of the most interesting places to look for consumer internet innovation. Chinese tech startups were often harbingers of new products and consumer behaviors in the West. And as the world continues to cleave into two internets, driven by US-China geopolitical conflict, it becomes less likely that China's tech companies will directly bring these innovations to the US and Europe. TikTok is the only Chinese app to ever gain real traction in the West, instead, new startups in the West will learn from and then replicate many of China's innovations. Plus plus. eBay's plan is more ads. White games became luxury fashion's NFT on ramp, Vogue Business. Luxury's guide to the new rules of audio advertising, Vogue Business. No one even notices a banner ad anymore, DTC liking ooh. How on a downward underscore spiral and shitpost Instagram meme accounts took over the internet. Apple in iOS 15 is making several improvements to Spotlight, aka the universal search feature that can be accessed on the iPhone or iPad's home screen. Future buys Dennis for £300 million. Telecom's innovation talk may be nothing but hot air, the FT on how MNOs blow hot and cold about tech. 
Benedict Evans has a good podcast on this topic too.